Hey, thanks for tuning in to my podcast. No bad news by yours truly, Don P. Make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms. And as always, stay motivated. Here we are. Once again, week five. I'm excited, folks. Um, This week's topic of discussion, uh, motivational topic of the week is going to be job, career and future, the mindset. So we're going to start it off real quick. I got it in order this week. I'm ready to go. Quote of the week. Give yourself credit for the days you made it when you thought you couldn't. Man, that hit home. I'm going to say it again. You know, I got to say it two times. Give yourself credit for the days you made it when you thought you couldn't. I mean, this is fitting because for the week, this is fitting for the week because, you know, some of us work a 40 hour, you know, work week jobs. And for the people who just, you know, just go to their job, don't really enjoy it for them, you know, by Wednesday, they're burned out, but they keep going. They, they know that paycheck. They're hungry for that paycheck, hungry for that dollar. And some of you have started your own businesses. And when you first started out, you couldn't see yourself in the position you are now, but you kept pushing, you know, in the beginning stages, the, the infant stages, you couldn't see what it was going to look out, look like now, but you kept pushing along and here you are. And some of us, you know, we don't, we don't know how we're going to make it through the day, but we find a way to make it. You know, me personally, I remember being a college student and I moved off of campus and moved out of the dorm rooms and got into a house with a couple of my buddies. And when I was staying on campus, we had access to meal plans that were part of our tuition. You know, me, just want to be an adult. I finesse my parents like, yeah, you know, if I move off campus, I can save you guys some money on tuition. But really, I was still going to have to buy my own food. I didn't have a meal plan. And, you know, it's just so many things, so many securities that come when you live on campus. Um, So I thought that was helping my parents out. But no, I was literally some days not having real meals. You know, I was stuck on ramen noodles for some time. And for those of us who did like them, you know, pizza rolls were go to tons of cereal. You know, I, I was just stringing meals together between paychecks, man. And it was it was crazy. So, you know, and shout out to my friends from Davenport. Um, we had a few of the few of the girls that we were really close with would come down and they would you know, cook us dinner every now and then. They, they got us. They got us together, man. I, I don't forget those days. Um, so topic of the week is job, career and future mindset. So if you guys remember um, a couple episodes ago, I had the three pillars of success. Um, and I kind of want to elaborate on that a little bit more. So the first thing you want to touch base on, because the way this came about is, and I'm not, you know, I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus or to put anybody's business out there, but somebody I, you know, I I see quite often at basically, you know, I, I always ask people how they're doing, how their day is going. And even if I can't relate, even if we have nothing in common, the fact that some people will open up when you ask them that question at the right time, they'll open up and tell you what's going on. And for me, it's, I feel like sometimes it's my obligation to help somebody out or motivate them, whether it be mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever it is. It, it, I feel like sometimes it's my obligation to motivate those people and get them in a better set, you know, so they can have a better day. Cause I know I'm gonna enjoy my day, but everybody's not wired like me. And I understand that. But first things first, you know, when it comes down to it, me and this person had an exchange of words. I asked, you know, her how her day was going. And she was like, oh, it's good. And I'm like, why are you saying it's so sad? She's like, oh, just work. Just so busy. You know, the weekend is too short. And 
sometimes I wake up on Monday and I don't, you know, want to go into work. And I'm just like, man, like, that's tough. Like, you know, it's I could because I, I've, I've been there before, but I was younger. And when I was there, it was more so I didn't want to go into work because I wanted to actually have fun. Like, I didn't want to. I wasn't invested in the fact that I can make money at going to work. I was just like I was invested in having fun. And, you know, now that I'm older and uh, there's things that I need to pay for, there's things that I want to have, there's things that my kids need, my, my wife needs, like I have to go to work. But I, I have not settled. Um, for those of who, who were actually at my wedding, you, you heard my brother's best man speech and by far the best, best man speech you could have. I don't care who you think you are. Nobody topped my brother Dorian's best man speech. Greatest of all time. It was legendary. Just want you to know that he gets married this this uh this summer. So I gotta, I think I'm his best man. <laughs> but I've been putting something together, so I'm trying to top what he did. So be be on the lookout for that. But I never settled. When I first started working, I was just working to get a paycheck because I wanted some extra money in my pocket to buy just the material things. I mean, my parents kept the roof over my head. They were paying my car insurance. I didn't have a car note because, you know, you pay for cash for your kid's first car. So I didn't have to do nothing but pay for gas and pay for like the extracurricular activities that I had, you know, going bowling or, you know, going hanging out with my friends on the weekend, going to the movies, taking a girl out, you know, stuff like that. And my first job was at Wendy's. I was, um, I wasn't even a cashier. I was the second window dude. I was the one that made sure your food was in the bag. So if it was screwed up, it was my fault as far as what was in the bag. Now, if somebody messed up a burger, I didn't make burgers. I didn't wrap burgers. I just put them in a bag, dish it out the window. That's all I did. Did that for a summer. Then I started working at a place called Prospect. Um, I was a, a wheelchair passenger service assistant. So I would push people that were in wheelchairs that were disabled from one part of the airport to the next. Um, I, had, I had a ton of jobs. I had a ton of jobs. I'm not trying to go into every single job and give you guys my resume, but I learned something from each and every job to take to the next job. And it got to a point where I was at a job, but it wasn't what I thought it would be. I didn't set the expectation for myself of what I wanted out of it. And I think a lot of us dropped the ball on that because we're looking at how convenient is this, is this job to my lifestyle? How much money am I going to get paid? And those are the top two things that people look at. I mean, I don't have, you know, I didn't Google search this. I don't have statistics sitting in front of me, but at least I know if I were to go look for a job, I would see how if I wasn't happy with my job and I need to get another job or if I lost my job and I needed another job, I would have to see what will fit in with my family structure and what would be the, you know, the best paying, the, the, the balance of both of those. Right. So I was working a job and I was just so happy to not have to have the other job that I was working at the time. I felt like I was taking a step and taking a big boy step. It was a management role and I was excited about it. And I never, ever asked about growth. I never, ever asked about when, when I would qualify for a, um, a pay increase. I never asked, you know, what the next steps were with the company, you know, just to figure out these things out for my future. And by not doing that and doing my due diligence, I burned myself out because I found myself doing a lot of other people's jobs to pick up the slack for them. And it's like, yeah, I'm the manager. I'm the face of the company or the face of the story, essentially.
face of the store, but I'm not essentially doing what I what made me happy. And that starts to take a toll on you over time. A lot of people don't notice it, but over time, if you're not happy with your career choice, you're not happy with the way your job's going, it's going to affect other places in your life. And it's going to drive you to keep going back and taking a narrow look at just your job. So you go into work, you don't do as good of work as you could do or as you're capable of doing because you're not happy. You're going to work with a negative mindset because you're not happy. You're going to work not even wanting to go into work and you're not even mentally there because you're not happy. So I, I say, you know, break it down. And first of all, I am not promoting or trying to tell anybody to quit their job right now and go live off of pure faith. No, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you, first of all, there are a ton of jobs out there. So if it's truly your job that's bothering you, you can change that. Don't use that as an excuse. Don't get comfortable. Don't don't feel like you've, you've put so much time into a place and this is where you need to be. If you're not happy with your job, the actual job itself, you can change that. But like I said, we're going to break it down into three simple steps, not the three pillars of success. This is basically breaking your job career or learning curve down. And this is how we're going to do it. So if you're doing something right now, work wise, you got to define if this is your job, your learning curve or your career. So this is what a job is. A job is basically you go to work, you do your job, you go home. Okay, there's nothing more to think about. This is typically, you know, a hands-on operation because once you go home, there's nothing you can do for the job. Now, with that being said, you can't expect this to be a dream job. You can't expect this to be the same thing as a career. A job is a job. You do the job, job's done. Okay. Next is a learning curve. Your learning curve is basically you're doing this job to teach you for the next big thing or the next big gig or the, you know, starting your business or in between jobs. This is something that, and you won't even know until you're, you're past this phase, if this was a learning curve or not, or you do know like, Hey, maybe I should take this job. It'll get me in the step in the right direction of where I need to go. But that learning curve is, is, is definitely could be an option. And that learning curve can also be a job that you absolutely hate just to find out it's not the field you want to be in. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's why it's the learning curve. And then last is a career. This is what you love to do. And this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. This is, this is everything you love about you. Okay. So when I broke down those three pillars, one was the full-time job and the consistency. Two was the side gig, side hustle money, part-time job. And then three was basically self-care, networking, things of that nature. As I stated before, if you are not happy with your day-to-day job, it's going to affect other areas in your life. It's going to pull you away from the things that you, the other things you want to do, because you're not going to have the happiness that you need at the job alone or the career alone to be able to put that effort and that energy into other aspects of life, because this job that you're not happy with is sucking the life out of you. So what I advise and 
this is not my area of expertise. My area of expertise is motivating people. But what I advise is that you start, if, if you've come to a point where the job is the issue, you're not happy with going to work, you don't like your coworkers, none of this is working out for you, it's easy to find another job. So easy. You ever heard of ZipRecruiter? You ever heard of um, <laughs> Indeed? You ever heard of Monster? I mean, there are so many platforms that you can apply from for your phone and there's not even an excuse. Heck, even in West Michigan, you can drive all over the place and you find now hiring signs in any, any industrial plaza over here. Okay, so don't make the excuses. It's possible. We can do this. So, next, we're moving on to stories of the day. Obviously, we got to take that quick break. I'll be right back. So my stories of the day, positive stories of the day, no bad news of the day. It's going to be a little bit different this time around because, I mean, I've got some surprises up in here. Don't get me wrong. I am trying to do this a little bit different. This is not going to be how everybody else wants it to be. First things first, story of the week, positive story of the week. My brother, my own brother, Dorian Davis, he created his own podcast. It's called Let's Talk Shop. Now that's, you may think like, how, how was that news? Well, my brother started a podcast. That's how it's good news. He's doing something great. Um, and the motivation behind it is, um, and the way that at least I perceived it, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, bro, just, just shout me out. But um, you have a lot of conversations with coworkers and friends. And sometimes those, those debates, those conversations get left open-ended because everybody doesn't get a chance to say their piece. So he's basically taking those conversations from work and, you know, from his day to day life, throwing it into his podcast, talking about sports, talking about government, talking about politics. Um, some of the stuff I just don't want to talk about. I just want to talk about positive stuff. Some of his stuff maybe a little bit, um, as you would say, you, you would have an opinion about it, if you will. And not in a bad way, but people see things from a different point of view. And I listened to kind of the preview of it today. And it definitely opened my eyes to a few things because me and him, believe it or not, we butt heads on everything. And I love him to death. He loves me to death. And it's, but, you know, we've got a great relationship. But hearing him speak his mind without you, you can't yell at a podcast or at somebody's opinion when you can't stop them from talking. So you have to sit there and take it. Um, so just listen to him voice out all of his opinions. Help me out. A ton and understand where he's coming from some of the stuff i definitely agree with some of the stuff i have my own opinion with but he even states that you are entitled to your opinion so bro congratulations um obviously i want to have you on the podcast to talk about it more and maybe have like a mini little debate i don't know you might want to have me on your podcast talk about sports because i can talk about sports and not feel threatened by that <laughs> everything else you know me man i just like to stay away from it um, but then mixing it up a little bit, this eight-year-old boy paid off the lunch debt for his entire school by, by selling keychains. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this. This one was on CNN, but basically this dude made keychains and sold them for like five bucks a piece. His name is Keone. Hopefully I'm, I am uh, sounding that out right. Uh, but he's from Vancouver, Washington, raised over $4,000 off these keychains paid off his school's lunch debt and um, six other schools lunch debt, which a lot of people might go, oh, you know, 
whatever launched it. You have not seen the way some of these schools operate. I mean, when I was in elementary school, you know, I couldn't get breakfast from the school because my parents didn't quite like we'd have to pay for it. I'd have to pay for it. We had to pay for lunch our whole school, like the entire time we were in school. We had to pay for lunch. We didn't fall below the line to where you got free lunch or lunch assistance, anything from that. We had to pay for everything. So, you know, for this, this is huge. This is huge. Um, shout out to you, Keone. Keep doing your thing. <laughs> Eight years old, man. That's just mind blowing. That's mind blowing. Um, and then the last bit of news of the week, positive news, positive stories of the week. A lot of you, my friends, my close friends have announced your engagements over Valentine's Day weekend. Congratulations. A lot of you are adding more people to your family. Congratulations. That's always good news. That's always a blessing. Um, my heart goes out to each and every one of you. I wish nothing but good things for you all. Um, and man, life life gets better. Life is going to keep getting better for you. So as you guys may know, um, Early Learning Neighborhood Collaborative. Like I told you guys a few episodes ago, I have a donation section, if you will, um, to support my podcast on my, you know, Anchor, on the Anchor app, on the Anchor website. You can, you know, donate money to me. Portion of those proceeds are going to go to ELNC. That's Early Learning Neighborhood Collaborative. That's this. I've been supporting them for so long. I've um, been the last couple of years. School supplies and baby supplies for the kids daycare, day center, whatnot. Um, so just so you guys know that I, it's, a, it's a program that I am definitely all about just because, like I said, and I'm, and I'm going to keep beating it like a dead horse just because I want people to understand how, how much of this, like I, I enjoy watching the thing that this program does because of the people that I know that work through this program. Awesome people through this program. So like I said, a portion of proceeds are going to go to them. And then March is National Reading Month, and they are challenging families to read an accumulative of 3,000 hours during the month of March. Prizes will be awarded to the top five families who read the most hours, the family that read the most books, the classroom with the most hours, and sit with with the most kids. So with that in mind, <clears throat> keep with, with that in mind, we are they're looking to collect new or gently used books for students ages zero through five um, need to make sure they're gently loved books have all the pages intact no coloring no writing in the books no personal names telephone numbers things of that nature um yeah so something that the, they, they definitely want to get kicked off i definitely want to help them um, by announcing this and you know if they're challenging every student and family um to that attends eo NC sponsor classrooms to get involved in this reading challenge. And in order to help, the community can donate books to their main office. And that's 908 Bridge Street Northwest. If they need more information, just let me know. And I will definitely get them in contact with the people. Again, that um, for, you know, if you want to mail those books in, if you want to send them in, or if you just want to drop them off, that's 908 Bridge Street Northwest, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49504. Um, and if you follow me on social media platforms, you will know just as well that I, if you're out of state, if you need help with the postage, hit me up. Like that's how invested I am in these, in these programs. Definitely want to do everything I can to help. And if you guys want to help out and if you want to send some books their way, let me know if you need help with the postage. I'll help you cover that as well. 
Um, and that's just me doing my due diligence, me doing my good. Um, so with that being said, we are going to end it off with my shout outs, my weekly shout outs. And it's crazy. Tia, I just saw you a few hours ago and I didn't even ask you how reading was going, but still going to shout you out. I know you're doing your thing. I know it's been a week. <laughs> we kind of got a chance to talk about that a little bit, but keep pushing, keep going, keep grinding. Your time will come. Um, Rachel, Jared, you guys keep pushing. Rachel, I've seen you. I've seen you at the boxing club. Jared, I have not seen you. Do you not like waking up at 5.30 a.m.? We got to have a long talk about this. We got to have a little talk about you not coming to my 5.30 a.m. classes and me always seeing Rachel. So next time I see you, man, uh, we'll definitely find out what classes work for you so I can see you a lot more. I miss you from time to time. <laughs> uh, and my bro, Mario, I know you've been getting that work in in the gym, bro. Um, come visit me at the gym soon or let's go get a session in really soon. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. Also, we've got that our uh, Real Dads meeting coming up this Tuesday. So, yes, I will be there just in case you was wondering. I will be there. To everybody else, like I always say, if you want me to shout you out and hold you accountable, I will shout you out every week. I will not forget. I keep a piece of paper by my desk and I keep my little notepad and my iPhone open so I don't forget you. Don't forget to mention you and make sure that I hold you accountable week in and week out. That's week five's episode. That's what I got for you guys to start this week off. And I want to end you off in the episode off and start your day off with this. If you're on your way to work right now or if you're already at work, one thing I would advise you that if you don't or if you're not happy with the position that you're in with your job, whether it be due to the pay, whether it be, you know, due to the co-workers, whatever the reason may be, I advise you to, if you don't have a LinkedIn, get yourself a LinkedIn, get yourself a LinkedIn page. And I don't know how many times I've had to stress this before, but I I have... I like the job I'm at now. I love the job I'm at. I love my coworkers. They do an awesome job. And they they it, it's amazing. The position I've got put into is, is truly a blessing. And I know for everybody, things don't happen the way that they've happened for me, which is okay. I mean, every every scenario is not gonna be perfect. Everybody's, you know, I went through I went through a huge growing phase. Okay. I was at that learning curve stage for a while. But what I've learned most for where I'm at today is it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. That's why I tell you to create those LinkedIn pages because you can re reconnect with a lot of people you may have lost touch with, touch with on a professional basis that you had a good relationship with at the job. And it will help you out. Get it, you know, get along, get to that next step in life. I say that because as I'll always probably mention, you know, where my motivation comes from and how my upbringing was. My parents were, they were great for me. They were great to me. And I'd never forget the time when I was telling my mom that, you know, I was moving down to Toledo and actually I had already been down in Toledo. And I was telling my mom that, you know, I needed a change of pace. I needed to get a different job. I got an opportunity here. And I was telling her I was worried about all these things. And she goes, Dominic, just go for it. So I am telling you, and, 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 and like I said, Take this with a grain of salt because I don't want you ruining your future because you think I'm telling you to just drop everything you're doing and just start from scratch. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you, do this the right way. 
get your ducks in a row, take that leap of faith and put yourself in a position to get into a better position. Put yourself in a position to get into a better position. Okay. Start looking. If you don't, if you don't like where you're at right now, start looking at the things that are going to help you get to where you're at. Or if you're at a job and you're just not happy because you're not happy with you, start looking inside about the things that you can help better yourself. We had, and this is, you know what? I'm not going to end. <laughs> I was talking to someone and one of the things that have become a lot more known that a lot of people never, you know, not never looked at before or not took, took into accountability is mental health. I have quite a few friends who have, you know, just come out and, and, and just made it known that they have mental health issues and some of these issues can't be resolved for them because they may not have the financial means to pay for what it costs to get that kind of help. It's definitely understandable. But we also had that conversation because I can't remember who posted this on Facebook and they were talking about, you know, let's have this real conversation about mental health. And I said, absolutely. And I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. But if we're having the real conversation about mental health, let's talk about everything that it concerns. Let's talk about your diet. Let's talk about your exercise. Let's take it. Let's talk about your drug intake. Let's take a talk about your alcoholic intake, because all these things play a factor into mental health. Anything that can alter the mind can affect the mind. OK, so like I said, if you're if, if mentally you're not happy and it has nothing to do with the job, it's just you're not happy with you. Those are some things to take an accountability to. When's the last time you've been to the gym? When's the last time you had a consistent diet? I'm not telling you to go keto. I'm not telling you to go vegan. I'm just saying, when if you had a well-balanced diet? When's the last time you had breakfast, lunch and dinner and it didn't, and it didn't come from Speedway? And it didn't come from, you know, a snack shelf at a gas station. When's, when's the last time that happened on a consistent basis? You know, we, we set ourselves up to be creatures of habit. Habits can be broken. Habits can be made. They can be positive habits. They can be bad habits, too. Either way, do with that what you will. But either way, this week, right now, today, it's never too late. Find out where you're at mentally. Find out where you're at career-wise, where you're at in those three places that I mentioned. Are you on that learning curve? Are you are you at a job? Are you at a career? Where are you at? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to end up? Start asking yourself those questions. Start looking yourself in the mirror. Start holding yourself accountable. And if you can't hold yourself accountable and you need somebody else, you should be talking to me. I can hold you accountable every week and I'll check on you and see how you're doing too. I'm that kind of friend. It's Monday. Post Valentine's Day. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope the batteries are recharged. I had too many chocolate covered strawberries. I had a lot of chocolate covered everything. Okay. It was good. Not this week. Tomorrow I'm fasting. <laughs> and then Tuesday, I am going to fast all the way. I'm going to intermittent fast. Wednesday, I'm going to go back to a regular food just to get this crap out of my system over the next couple of days. Folks, I want you guys to have a great week. I want you to be great on purpose. All right. Happy Monday. Stay motivated.